0: cameras and turn up the music we're live in the room so just stop what you're doing the
1: other side of the ring let me show you how i do it one two three sixty this is how i view it i go by wrestling flow but the next stop the legendary hall of fame voice of x
0: welcome to xbox one two three sixty everyone we figured we'd do uh since the royal rumble's coming up in the next few days we would uh we would do an episode on the royal rumble and uh so i decided to hit kev up and so uh we don't call you big daddy cool anymore but he was big daddy cool when uh oh shit i don't know if you hey kev yeah so hey anyways so i got kevin nash here and uh nick hausman has joined us again so nick you want to take it over
2: Sure. I I mean hey. I was interested to see what you were going to throw to Kev about. But yeah, I'm here. Hi. Yeah, we're going to talk to Rumble with Kevin Nash. That's awesome.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah I just don't know, hey Kev, were you Big Daddy Cool yet with for Royal Rumble 94? I think so. Was it 94? Yeah, 94.
1: Yeah, yeah. 94 was the one at uh at the Dunkin Donuts in Providence. Hey, so that Do you remember um Do you remember we did that that Royal Rumble at the
0: garden beforehand? And mean, I, got, I, the, I, I, the I my knee. Yeah, I tore, yeah, yeah, yeah. I tore my—I tore my media collateral doing that flying, uh, spinning head scissors with you. Right. And I never did it again. I mean, you based me great for it. Just, I don't know, my freaking MCL was already tweaked or whatever. But uh I just, I, I have a funny memory of that because uh Ludwig Borga got hurt the same night, and so Tony and I went to the hospital together. And we were all pissed off because um, Ivan Putsky commandeered the ambulance to get out of the building. Cause you know how hard it was to get out of the garden, oh, right? So Ivan Putsky commandeered the, the goddamn ambulance. And so it took us forever to even get to the hospital. And so we're sitting in the hospital, Tony and I, and we call Vince. It's like two in the morning or like one in the morning. We wake him up and we're bitching at him. It was, oh, it was so fucking funny.
1: I, I hate anyway. everybody always puts over the garden. I always hated like the garden. It was a bitch, man. It was a tough crowd. I came back like in 2011, like they had like Survivor Series or something there. And th- they made you park in the parking structure across the, across fucking the street. street and walk through the mark. Yeah. I was just like, what the fuck? And I'm like, I, I thought it was just me. I'm like, okay, they're still not over the fact I left. And then like I watch I'm watching Seamus and a bunch of other guys like park right by me. And I'm like, wow, man, like just kind of I guess if you don't have a bus, you're a dick.
0: Yeah. We remember we used to we used to always figure out how to weasel our our, our way into parking inside. Oh yeah.
2: Oh Jesus. Anyway, yeah, oh, wait, you talk, so this is what ninety four or ni- ninety four? Yeah, you said okay, I was about to say you said the year before. I thought this was ninety four one. Okay, yeah. got all right. Yeah.
0: So, anyways, I tore my MCL, and so I missed the '94 Royal Rumble. That was where That's I was
2: getting to because Sparkplug took your spot in that match. Yeah.
1: yeah, actually, what happened was that I got your push.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, you were supposed to eliminate like eight in a row or whatever yeah. it was. Hey, so
0: people people might not know this, but Kev, um, um, your first house shows for for events were with me, right? Your house show matches were singles with me, right?
1: I mean, I did a couple uh, of. I did like my my first of significance was we did a six man elimination at the Garden, and it was me, Sean, and Bam Bam against, and I and I was the I was the I won that. Uh-huh.
0: that
1: was and then, but when when I went solo solo, it was always you.
0: Yeah, as a, I, you I were was, the heel, right? Do you remember? I, do you remember Jack Lanza telling you to eat me up,
1: and you wouldn't do it? Yeah. No. Yeah. I remember, I remember one time you went over and your like leg got caught in the rope. That,
0: <laughs> that I mean,
1: was, that was in that was in Germany. Yeah, and, and completely <laughs> out of that, I'm just like, like grab onto me. It's like, i am like, I'm, I'm, I'm worried about my, my buddy's legs caught. Yeah.
0: Like everyone's I'm like hanging in my fucking knees, caught in the ropes. And Kev's just like yelling at the ref, get him out of there. Like you could tell he was fucking worried for me. Everyone yeah. could tell. Gonna, <laughs> I'll get some heat on you now.
1: <laughs> yeah. I fucking dove out onto you. And we, they had that platform. Oh, that was in Manchester. Yeah. That old uh, train station.
0: Shit.
1: <sighs> I get the, the Willie Mays. I did the fucking over the shoulder crotch and look down. Man, I'm thinking that'd have been nice. that been a nice 14 foot drop.
0: He just, hey Nick, do you want to take over here so we don't just go off into all kind of different directions?
2: No, I think this is what the fans want. Honestly, Correct. I think want, I think they want you guys chasing rabbit holes. But I was on my list here. I did. I was going to ask. Like, I know you guys both came in to WWF in '93, and it sounds like you guys worked a lot of house shows together. Is that how you got to know each other? Did you know each other? Before ninety three, like what was the relationship there when you like when you guys first met?
0: Well, I I just first time I met Kev was they had a WCW had a house show in uh, Saint Paul at the Roy Wilkins Auditorium, and like and so I had known I knew I knew Raven from like Scotty the Body and like whatever the Scotty Flamingo and all that from from Global, and so it was Kev, uh, Raven and and Steve Austin were hanging together. Okay. And I met those guys. And Steve, like Austin still fucks with me about my car. I was driving a shitbox Chevette. <laughs> he never lets me live it down. Okay. I was making 300 bucks a week working for Global.
1: Me and Steve made every house show that they had. He had a Honda Civic. You guys drove in a Honda Civic? Like a two-seat Honda Civic. <laughs> and I I used to buy the beer and he paid for the gas. And I got killed. <laughs> God yeah. damn! I got murdered. I think at like fifty miles to the gallon. We we, we were getting about a twelve pack to every twelve miles. So, oh, so I mean, we were incredibly tighter, or or that like
0: as soon as we got in. But it didn't take long, especially once we started having matches together.
1: oh wait, once you glued the the smoking guns, that, <laughs> that, that, that pretty much you were. Like, yeah, you were okay, like,
0: you're with us. <laughs>
1: yeah, you were us. Like you, you. <laughs> Yeah, you're too insane. I, we don't want you on the opposing team.
2: <laughs> I've heard that story a hundred times about how Sean. It still, it still makes my skin crawl to think about having to peel like super glue out of my hair. It's a really mean thing to do, even if you don't like somebody.
0: Oh, dude, it was great. It was <laughs> great because they both were doing this with their hat, hats, and it was perfect, man. Because like everything was perfect for it to happen, and it, you know what the crazy thing is? Is it took me over 20 years to figure out that it was fucking Kurt that did it. Kurt shaved my eyebrows. Oh, Billy no. Gunn, Billy Gunn, Like was on my, sh- one of my early sh- shows when I first started the show. And like one of my questions was finally like, Hey, and man, I give it, I give it to those guys. No one stood Kurt off for, for over 20 years, even after he no. died.
1: No, I never knew who did it. You know, it was like, mm-hmm. there was never
0: and I totally believe it. I totally believe Billy, like hundred percent. That's just—it's totally Kurt. But yeah.
1: yeah, Billy was never a river. No way, man.
0: No, neither one of those guys. Him or Bart.
2: No. Um. Well, back to the to Rumble here a little bit. Uh, Kev. Obviously, like you know, we've kind of talked about. You guys were in very different positions. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were eliminating eight people, right? Sean was not. I don't even think in the ninety-four Rumble. Nope. I don't think you like competed until like even. I think it was like ninety-five. You got in the rumble or something like that.
0: No, so, 95. Well, we can get to that. Uh talk about the 95 rumble. But that was I still wasn't in the rumble because I, I had a tag title. I won the tag yeah. titles.
2: Yeah, it was ninety six you made your debut. Yeah. And then the tag titles with spark plug in ninety five, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But with you, Kev, like you know, take a pause here for a second just to talk about this match. Like at this moment here in 94 when you were eliminating eight people. Like, what was your relationship like with Vince? Did you know a year later you were going to be champion? Like, what were you being told kind of? You
1: have to realize, like, how rudimentary the the situation was. So you'd walk in and you go put your bag down. And there was a, a, I'm not kidding you, there was a chalkboard. (laughs) A chalkboard, and it would say, so-and-so, number one, number two. And you're looking, you're watching, looking. I'm looking for diesel, looking for diesel. I mean, I don't know what it was six, seven, wherever it was I came in. It says diesel enters, diesel eliminates, diesel eliminates, diesel eliminates. I'm looking at this thing and I'm going, oh my fucking God, I'm getting a push. <laughs> you know, I'm, that. I'm like, holy fuck. Like, and so then Vince pulls me in, he goes, I want when these guys, you know, when they come down, I don't want you. To Fucking around too long. I've just, you know, couple one, two spots here. He said, I want you standing in that ring for a minute between these guys. Nice. And I was just like, like, okay. And then and shortly after that, you know, I, I, they made me the IC champ because um, Sean got suspended. And they so I got, they wanted to elevate me. And then I, I did a decent job against Brett. And then I went, we went on the uh, a European uh, trip. And I was uh, wrestling quiche. And I, it was one of those trips where we had, like, Sean and I had done, we like, there were times when we would go to Europe and you would do like 18, 19 day tour, come home, do TV, and then go back yeah. to Europe and do 20, 22 days. So I was I was on the first one. I came back and I was just got I, cr- I was cracked on the second. one. I was just working quiche. It was a nothing happening match. I'd lost the, the IC belt, and um, Scott had it back. And so I was just like on the card, and I was getting hammered. And I I like I got a call, and they said when you get when you get home, like, you the limo's going to take you to Vince's house. Vince wants to talk to you. And I'm like, oh fuck, man. Like, I fucked up to the point oh, where yeah. he's going to fire me in person. Oh, God. Okay. You know, like, like I, He hired me in person at his house. He's going to fire me. So I go out to the first thing is, you know, I, 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 I'm I in his house, and he's, like, probably it's, like, a good two hours that I'm sitting there, and eventually I fall asleep on his couch. Waiting for him? Yeah. So He, he always does that.
0: Yeah. So he wakes yeah, me up.
1: It. I'm like, snoring on his He's going, like, make yourself at home. So we go out to the pool and he goes, well, I'm thinking about making you the champ. I said, the IC champ. again. Yeah, he goes, no, the world champ. We'll do it at the garden. You'll take it off backland. And I'm just like sitting there going like, I, mean, I thought I was getting fired. and I'm getting a strap. Like, oh my God.
0: Hey, so back then we used to call that belt the dime.
1: Yeah. gonna get the, get, the, get the dime.
0: I'm get, I remember when you told me I'm getting the dime. I was like, "Oh my god. <laughs>
2: god!
1: I can't believe I'm getting the dime!"
2: Wow. Yeah. And so that ha- and it's it kind of it's like that you just kind of covered twelve months because you got the title about a month before the Rumble in '95. Then right, so that's kind of bookended in a little bit of a way. It seems like you found out you were really going to get a push. All these in '94 by '95, you were the world champion, right?
1: Yeah, that, yeah it, I think it was. I, I don't know when I got the. I know it was November beca- because because. It was like, and this is, a lot of people don't know this. Like, I was so green when I became the champion. But, like, a month to the day that I became champion, my mom died of cancer. Oh, yeah. Like, just a month to the day. So, now, and then, so now I'm the champion, and we're out in San Diego, and I walk in, and, you know, this is pager time still. And um, I walk in, and and the agents are standing, like, at the back, Back door, and I just looked at him. I said, "My mom's I said, "My mom died." Right? They're like, "What do you want to do?" And I said, "Well, I said, what's the house?" And the house was up. I had Brett in a cage match, and the house was up. And I said, "He said, well, you know, Vince wants to talk to." I said, "I said, just tell him, man. Just you know, have him book me a flight in the morning." I said, "I'll work the match." I said, "It's nothing I can do it, you know, now." You know, I said, "I'll just I'll work the match," and I went home and and buried my mom, and it was like. 3 days later, 2 days later, you know as soon as the I got you know the last shovel of dirt I was in fucking Winnipeg. Wow.
2: That's heavy, man.
1: Yeah, that's but that's that's you know you were in your mind you because you, we were a team like it's like you, did, you I didn't didn't want to let my family down, but you know they they I also didn't want to let the, the you know I, I'd been annoyed so I didn't want to let my my teammates down. Like it was I, so he,
0: important. Oh my god.
1: Oh, you'd never yeah. yeah you would never let the guys down. So, you know. But I remember you know when 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 like Taker found out that my mom passed. Like uh, I think we drove back like with Freddie
0: from Freddie
1: from San Diego to <laughs> L.A. And I I know I was because that was the anti-burn era when you couldn't smoke, and I remember yep. fretting, just like I didn't care. My mom passed. So I was I was I was getting stoned.
0: Yeah.
1: And uh, we got back, and uh, God, we drank. I mean, I I drank Jack Daniels with, with take till till I caught my flight. I mean, I left uh, at like six a.m. out out of LAX uh, to Detroit, but uh,
0: yeah, dude, that makes my stomach. Freaking queasy just hearing the, the na-
1: Jack oh.
0: Daniels. How much did we? How much have we Jack Daniels have we drank? And now like oh, just the thought of it makes me want to puke.
1: I, I there's a guy I was in a liquor store a couple weeks ago and I was buying some wine mm-hmm. and a guy like put two of those like handled Jack Daniels things and I just same thing man I just my stomach just queezed like when like when take was they were doing that. uh, the farewell for for Mark. Um, all the guys were downstairs, and I and the first night, I I did the COVID thing, and I didn't get uh, told till eleven thirty it was clear. So I said, "Man, it's eleven thirty. I'm just gonna stay in my room." Which- hey, after buzzers. Before we move on to your next topic, we just want to say thanks to our sponsor, Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Plus, there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Plus, you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to Anchor FM
2: to get started.
1: But you were supposed to anyway. Right. Now, I didn't know everybody was downstairs drinking. we got a hold of me. So the next day, everybody's hungover. You were
2: talking about the BSK
1: thing that they, the, whatever the reunion that that yeah, they're and I, I mean, I would have went down there, but at the same time, like I would have went down there and had a glass of wine. Like, like well, I would have done shots. Like, whew.
2: yeah, because they, I think they said that their thing is uh, there was no, it was all booze, no food was available. Were the rules of yeah. the BSK party?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I'm sure red wine would not be
2: on the on the, on the menu. Uh, speaking of. Uh, we were talking about Rumble 95. I found out there was a story. Sean, you got really like messed up with Scott Hall before Rumble 95 or something. No, yeah, like it that.
0: wasn't just me and Scott. It was all of us. We were out oh, in Ebor yeah, we, we City the night before. We But remember, we LT was there. Yeah, we ran into Lawrence Taylor.
1: we're going. Lawrence Taylor is coming in, and he's staggering, and we're leaving and we got a pay-per-view the next day. And he just looked at and he goes, "Where you guys going? We it back out?" He's <laughs> like, not uh,
0: you guys have to, you guys wrestling tomorrow." He's like, "What the fuck?" Like if anyone if if anyone should understand like a, about working when you're fucked up, it should be Lawrence Taylor. <laughs> that I mean, I don't know how the fuck he played football on cocaine. Like I don't know if you've ever tried to wrestle on cocaine, but I have and it sucks. I, I, god damn
1: i've i've always been a, an almond brother i've always been trying to get the landing gear down last thing i want and I, I don't want to go up ever i mean you know i get in an elevator
2: i'm trying to press a down floor right. you know i don't want to go up <laughs> is, is cocaine tough to wrestle on sean because because oh, no. you're, uh, you're already really quick is it just make you faster and more like hesitant about how
0: it just made me made me feel like i was gonna die like my fucking heart was gonna explode out there that's right yeah sorry with all the all the f-bombs sorry
2: (laughs) i was just i just kind of curious why cocaine but anyway i guess so but anyways there's more to the story right
0: like yeah. so we like somebody got us some weed and so we were smoke we we smoked some weed the night before the rumble 95 it was my hometown too i'm tampa boy um
1: that was the one that like me and Brett wrestled like for like eight hours with 75 run-ins.
0: Oh, that okay, yeah. Yeah. yeah I, just, that,
1: I think it's the longest Royal Rumble championship match till date. I saw that the other day on yeah. Twitter.
0: Yeah. And and so and I wasn't in the rumble either because because Bob Holly and I won the tag titles from uh Bam Bam and, and Tatanka. Right. And that's and I you know, people might remember that's where that's where they shot the angle with LT and, and Bammer. You know, after he did the jizz up, but um,
1: was that was that at the Sun Dome? Sun Dome yeah,
0: yeah. <clears throat> Pam Anderson and all that. But yeah. the 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 kicker is is we always had this we always had this theory that we would never get tested at TV or pay per views, just on house shows because they got too much shit going on. Well, not that not that day. We show up and fucking on oh. the on, on the wall test. Drug test. So, like, the whole day, man, I don't know about, I don't know, like, what happened with you, Kev, but I avoided it the whole fucking day.
1: Me and Scott paid the guy 150 and he pissed for us. Yeah, well,
0: so, um, <laughs> that's what happened with me. But, like, fi- so Dave Habner finds me, right? And he's like, oh, uh, you got to do this promo. And they took the sign down off the door. And so, he, he tricked me into walking into the drug test. Room, and so when I'm in there, I'm all I'm all hamming and hawing, and I'm like, oh, I don't think I can go. And he goes, I'll piss for you for twenty, but for two hundred bucks, dude. I don't think he was, I don't think he was done saying it, and I had the money in my fucking hand.
1: <laughs> you know, that that guy made a lot of money that fucking day. That's the only drug test mm. that I didn't take during that time when we were drug tested was that
0: one. Me too, that one, because they were stiff, man. Like it, you, it was hard to fucking. Like, those tests were serious. They were trying to catch I would
1: have pissed resin that day. I mean.
2: <laughs> so, it was. I mean, you know, there's a lot of talk, obviously, about how, like, you know, Vince didn't take this very seriously, the drug test. But you you guys make it Whoa. sound... Bullshit. No? Shit. Yeah. I
1: remember one time that, that Vince, um, that, they pissed us in Philadelphia at the Spectrum. And then we had, an, that was like an afternoon shot on Sunday. And then... Pissed us that night in Hershey on a double shot. They pissed us both places. Yeah, but the only the only other one was we um, we came back from Christmas and we had TV and they pissed us. Oh, all the top guys went in and just yeah. said, fuck this. I mean, even like the even like because even, and- even Mike Rotundo
0: was in that room.
1: Yeah, everybody walked in and we said we're, we collectively, like like a union, just said, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, this, this is, is bullshit." Yeah, like nobody's making any money. It's like it's it's, it's like it would take you for it take you 120 days to get a pay per view check. Yep, like guys were basically you, you take a two hundred dollar draw. Triple heel in a room to bring home as much cash as possible, so you could pay your rent, your your lease on your house, or your mortgage, or I mean, it was. T- <laughs> when- yeah so Vince threw it out. Vince, yeah, Vince, actually, I'll do it. Gave us one on the house. Yeah, but that was it. That was it. I mean, it was that was nobody smoked. Nobody did. Nobody did steroids. I mean, that wasn't even a thought. And but basically, what it was was because everybody knows that if you're going to overdose from something, it'll probably be cannabis. <laughs> and but go ahead and drink as much booze and eat as much fucking pills as you possibly can because the federal government won't look down their nose at that. Fuck
0: that. Yeah, that's and that's what it was. Like I don't I don't remember how ha- I I re- I don't remember hardly ever
1: having an actual
0: script for the pills I was on, and like. I- I mean, we could get away with it because it wasn't it wasn't on the you know it wasn't oh, on the radar.
1: I, or I used to add, there's there was a product that was called vanadol sulfate. It oh, vanadol, yeah. Yeah, they, they, For a while, it was like sublingual, and finally it came into pill form, and it was like supposed to be something that kept you lean. And I, I used to put my somas in that um, vanadol thing. Yeah. So, I, so if, if anybody ever looked at my my thing, I had a of vanadyl sulfate, you know, and it was like 120 um vanadyl sulfate. So I'd, I'd always, I'd never put more than 120 somas in there. So.
0: <laughs> That's like three days worth of somas.
1: <laughs> yeah, but you got, you got four. you're not sharing them. <laughs> yeah, but yeah you know, I should, we're always sharing. So, you know,
2: and you're a big guy, Kev. Your tolerance level, I know, because I've, you know, seen you sit and hold a bottle of wine like I hold a bottle of beer. You've got a very high tolerance. Yeah unfortunately (laughs)
1: now it's really fucked up because i got a really high high tolerance and i got a really expensive palate Mm -hmm. so now it's like i'm drinking you know if if i'm not gonna get even a buzz it's like i gotta drink at least three bottles of wine
0: holy shit
2: i didn't want to say it but i've watched you do that and it was really i mean you watch all the rest of the young wrestlers they sit around you you hold court and you've got these bottles but it is like i don't want to say andre-esque but you know you're a big dude
1: i don't and i don't slur my words no I, i'm no different I, I went i went to where my my buddy adam rodriguez that was on uh magic mike bought both magic mics with me um i went to his wedding in florence and they had this they were in this this gorgeous uh like 17th century farmhouse that you know they had weddings in and we basically had the whole thing and uh, right down the, the the road from us was this winery. And they would bring up these magnums of uh, this, this really great French cab. And when we were leaving, uh, this the guy that was kind of like that ran the place. And there was, I don't know. I mean, Adam's father-in-law is Max Gale, who was, you know, what uh, was your on Bar on Barney Miller? Oh, no way. Yeah, so Max Gale's there, like and, and Adam... You know, it was on CSI. So I mean, it was like it was like who's who, like his buddy Rory is from as uh, what's the cat's name on uh, Dazed and Confused? Harrelson? No. No, the dude that's got to, he always wears the beanie. The beanie
0: hat. Yeah, I can't remember his name, but I know, I you're talking know about his
1: character. But my son was like so stoked when he met him. He's like, oh my god. Uh but I mean it was it was like a, the star NFL guys, you know, Keith Buller, there was it's you know, just a, a, a just a great time. And again, and he kind of woke up, he was nothing to do but you know kind of get a buzz on. So the guy when we were leaving, he came over to me, he goes, he says, Sir, can I speak to you for a minute? I said, Yeah. Well, somebody says, I have never seen somebody drink from the minute they got up to four <laughs> o'clock at night. He says, and never one time did I see you intoxicated. He said, I never saw you without a glass of wine in your hand. I never saw you intoxicated. I'm like thinking, like, yeah, because everybody knows you, you can't get intoxicated, you gotta take a gimmick. I mean, that's why we take gimmicks.
0: <laughs> I was like, what? Yeah.
1: It's just like, wow, let me take this, put it underneath my tongue. Ah, that's it, slurry. That's why Kev usually drove. Yeah. I always drove. I, yeah. I, we would go out and, and I, I remember one time we stopped someplace, man, and it, it was like in, uh, in Rochester, New York. It was snowing, and we we pulled into this place, and it, it said on tap Killian's Red.
0: Oh shit! Do you I, remember that? Yeah, yeah.
1: And we went in and we drank. I we drank like pitcher after pitcher. There was just the four of us. Paul wasn't with us yet, and we we got out there and it like. You know, we were in the bar, and then we walked outside, and it was so cold that you kind of sobered up. But once the heat hits your back in the car, we're just like, ooh, so I had to crack the window. And I had like an hour and probably 30-minute drive left. That was a rough one. Speaking of Royal Rumble.
2: (laughs) uh well yeah i guess uh, <laughs> i i'm enjoying these stories uh but uh yeah no i uh uh i get back to the, we'll close on 95 here sean we don't really talk about your 95 we talk about how you won the tag titles uh you had a lot of tag team partners over the years sean yeah. like, like to tag with spark plug bob holly was he a stiff then <laughs> as what he said he was later or no
0: you know i mean when i i had singles matches with bob like when he was but when he was just you know spark plug holly and and I had a few with him as hardcore, Ollie. And like I don't know, I always thought he was just, you know, I thought he was snug, but nothing, nothing. Yeah, nothing I would ever complain about.
1: No, I, I would never. I'd rather somebody lay it in. He yeah. wasn't going to hit you in the t zone. He wasn't going to break yeah. your nose, but it was going to be. It's. I like that man. I like when somebody lays. I was like hog man, like you know. So it's it's nice when somebody you know and you're a big old dude and they hit you and they knock they knock in you your ass for real, you know? oh, oh Henry Godwin. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he closed line me one. I mean, he closed line me one time. Man, he knocked the dog shit out of me. We're in the Meadowlands, and uh, I was just like, whoa, like that's like, but that's kind of. I mean, you know, it's nice. It, it, it's nice. I, I, you know, if you can't dance, man, it, it's. I, I was always a, a cement mixer. You know? Yeah. When you got out of the ring with me, you're like, Jesus Christ. Glad we only had 12 minutes.
0: It was fine. Yeah.
1: We, yeah, we, was yeah fine. You, could, you could dance around me. That, that was fine.
0: The only thing that used to hurt me, but I still love to do it with you, was the sunset flip spot.
1: Yeah, that's a long, that's a long way down.
0: Yeah, I, he would. I would do the sunset flip on him, and he would go, oh, oh, oh. and then he grabbed me and fucking pull me up like that, and then like and then throw me. And the ring was so fucking hard, man. I used to.
1: That was yeah. I used to cough blood almost every night. I I, 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 I told I said that I, I, I don't know where it was. T- type of maybe I said like every night when you got back from the ring, you went to the waste can and you spit up blood from the capillaries in your lungs. Yeah. the rings were so hard because they were reinforced because. Yoko was breaking the boards. So when you got a 700 pound champion wrestling a 325 pound dead man, you got a thousand pounds going out there. You got a, you know, a ton hitting that, hitting that baby every night. It's like,
2: hey man, that, 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 that. You're talking what? about them physically stomping around breaking boards in the ring, yeah?
1: not when he would like, he would bring like samoa drop somebody or something oh, like that.
2: Okay, got it when you got okay i got you yeah, it's just
1: this his you know and, and, and he'd do it because he was taking care of guys he'd do it dead in the middle and boom you know he was he was always always the main event but i think they got tired of replacing boards
2: <laughs> yeah i would
1: too <laughs> they put like a spring in the middle of the ring That went from yeah, like like went from the floor. There was a spring, and then they they doubled they doubled the uh, spider the the wiring. Yeah, that I mean, Brunswick fucking was selling us rings, man. I mean, the only thing missing was the fucking six six pockets. There, there would have been a
2: yeah.
0: It's like taking a bump on a billiard table. I swear to God, man.
2: Um, well, Sean, in '95 too, you did compete in the Rumble, uh, and you got eliminated by Shawn Michaels. What was y'all's relationship like? Were you guys all 95? '95? I think it was ninety-five, right?
0: I don't think I I don't think I was no. in the rumble in
1: ninety-five. I got eliminated by Sean. I mean, what's that? I was I I think it came down to me and Sean and he eliminated me. Huh. I mean I might have, I just don't but remember I, it. I have
2: I have you coming in at number 10 in the ninety-five rumble and getting eliminated by Sean, and you and Yoko, I think, got eliminated Close okay. closer sometime.
1: All right.
0: Huh, I guess I was just worried about winning the titles. On 95, am I am, I, am
2: I the next to last one out? Uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah, it was something like that. Yeah, Wasn't
0: it Sean and Davey were kind of doing the, like, I don't know where it was. like. Oh, no,
2: it was 95. Okay, sorry. I'm clarifying my own notes here as I read. 95, you were the champ, Kev. We could jump to 96 because that's when you were the last man eliminated by Sean. And then I think it was shortly after, a couple months after you were gone from the company. So, but I hadn't
1: I hadn't given my notice yet.
2: Okay, that was what I was going to ask you was because this was early '96. Did you have yeah, any- no, that was
1: January? I was still in the mix.
2: Yeah. So you were you were not even thinking of WCW was just not even in your mind at this point then. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, didn't Brett...
1: Taker fought Brett in the championship, and I did something. And I remember coming down, and I was I, I remember flipping Taker off. Yes, and I was like the first person to flip somebody off. Oh,
2: how'd that go over backstage? Uh, not good.
1: <laughs>
2: no, but not as
1: good as when I when I dropped the strap and I told the guys in the truck. I said, "Make sure you get a close up of my face." And I went, "Motherfucker!" <laughs> yeah, you did. And there was nothing they could do about it. But everybody will say I can't work. But I'll tell you one thing: I I, I sure I. I know how to work the camera, brother. Brother. <laughs>
2: um. Well, and then I don't have any notes here for you, Sean. In '96, '96, I that's a
0: that's the rumble that like some of the All Japan guys were like. I think I think I remember Giant Baba and like maybe Tenru were there Dory Funk Jr. Because I remember going over to Dory Funk because I wanted him to hit me with some of those bolo-like forearms lifters. Okay. Anyway, yeah, I mean, I. I that was I, I. was, I was gone. Not long after that, too. I don't know. Yeah, I was
2: about to say uh, that's kind of my thing. This was like y'all's last one of y'all's bat last big, you know, WWF pay per views before you guys were off to WCW.
1: You see, I had that. I put take her over at Mania, right, in Anaheim, and then I put I, I put Shawn over at In Your House in Omaha, and yeah. we used uh, the Sean's leg.
0: That was one of the greatest things ever. At up at, at until that point, like it was one of the coolest things ever in wrestling. We used
1: we used a, a fire extinguisher, like that was hard. It was a hardcore match before hardcore. Like Brett was the first guy ever to go through a table in our match.
2: Right. Like
1: boy,
0: and yeah, and so yeah. Do you remember that Nick? He pulled off uh, Mad Dog with Sean's fake leg.
2: I remember that. I believe that's the, isn't that where Sean just like pulled off his boot. Or something like that, and was hitting you with it because I, I, I. No, he he
1: had he. I got Sean's leg. I came in. He did something like ducked it, kicked me, and then he tapped his his cleats. And I came up, and he hit me with it. And he hit me with the leg, and I went down. And then he went in the corner and started doing the kick. And I fed in for the super kick. One, two, yeah. three.
2: Yeah. Okay. And is this the match where that you put him through the table and? they didn't move the monitors or whatever. And, this is the match. Yeah, the, and
1: the monitor hits Vince right in the chin and Vince no sells it. <laughs> the monitor comes right up and just drills Vince in the face. Vince absolutely no sells it. Okay.
2: Uh, of all the details I know of that match, I did not know the Vince detail, but I've yeah. seen that match several times. That's a great, that's like one of the first, great match. it's like one of the first real uh, hardcore matches in WWE.
1: I think anywhere they got, they got any kind of notoriety. Yeah. Hey, so like, Mad
0: Dog Vishon, he sold the fuck out of that man. Like, like he you would have thought like that thing was a hundred percent shoot, like the way he was selling it. Like he was he never broke K fabe on that.
1: I don't ever, I'll never forget when, when, when right before you know they let the people in, I, I walked over to him, I said, Now make sure you give me the Iggy and feed me the right legs. <laughs> 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 be out there pulling your good leg off. Do you remember what happened to him? He was
0: just fucking jogging on the side of the road, and he got hit by a car. Yeah. Hit and run. Hit and run. Yeah. Uh.
2: Well, and then so you guys are gone. So we can. I have some more Rumble stuff. Uh. With Sean here from the nineties, but I did want to ask. I don't know if you were in the match, Sean. I don't think you may have been, but I know Kev was over at WCW. How was it being in the the World War Three thing?
1: I, the, the, I think the the one we had was in Auburn Hills, and I won it.
2: That's right. Yeah. Which let me uh, go against Goldberg. That's right. Set up the Goldberg though. Yeah. Yeah. Wait,
0: oh, that was a different one. The one the World War Three I was in was. Remember, we did that. Really, we did a really cool finish, right? Like Lex was in there and, and Big Show, and like it was just. I remember when we got back. Arn Anderson was like, "That's the best battle royal finish I've ever seen in my life." Not that there are a ton of great battle royal finishes, but
1: yeah, like, it was good. That one. It, was a, it was a good one.
0: Okay, And I had no beard or my, like, like I was trying to do my beard before that. And my daughter like did something to me. Like while I was trying to do my beard and I screwed it up. So I ended up being completely shaven.
2: Yeah. That Uh, looked really weird. And just because I'm always looking for a reason to bring up paparazzi productions, uh, what was the Rumble's influence on the Kevin Nash open invitational X division gauntlet battle Royal in TNA?
1: I just, I had something, like, when, when I went to TNA, I had so much fun with those, with the young, I mean, to me, it was. Like, Alex, Alex Shelley was. Yeah, awesome. like, all those guys, I Man, like they, like, I, like Jay Lee, like they would just wanted to have fun, man. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like I, 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 that's my whole thing. Like, I, I watched so many of these, uh, like I watched Bill's thing, you know, uh, with, about the streak, and it's just like, it it almost looked like it was torturous. Like, like, I mean, he, he, he they sit him down in, in, in his seat and like, they're getting ready to film. They're getting ready to film his, the piece on him. I this is like that in character, like shake his head. And I mean, I think like, wow, man, like, and I said, I think I I think I say it on the show. I'm like, dude, like you should have gotten the car with us. Cause there's a lot of us like, driving up and down the road, having a ball. Mm-hmm. Like I got into wrestling to have fun. And those young guys at TNA, man, they were fun. They wanted to have a good time. They wanted to laugh. So to me, it was just like, okay, I'll, I'll come sit down in your trailer and laugh all day. I, I, I you know.
0: Hey, that TNA set up at Universal, was it was great.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It was
1: great. It, just was, about as much, it was about as much fun as, I I mean, <clears throat> the, the beginning of the NWO when it was just about, like me, you, and, I mean the click, the, the clicks that the 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 when we w- got all five of us and we had the hose wagons going up and down the road. That was good times, um, but we were we were so we were so business twenty four seven. We all we did was critique each other's matches, talk business, talk angles, and as you get older, man, you realize like. You know what, man? Fuck that. I'm not going to put that much thought in this shit. Because at that point, we you still kind of had, like, you didn't have everything laid out. You just kind of had a, a, a blueprint. You kind of went out there and worked. And then as the business progressed, it was like, then all of a sudden you'd go to TVs, and there were guys actually doing their matches and taking bumps. Oof. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? You're going to take a bump for free? Like,
0: when I when I did that when when I did that show for MTV that WSX
2: Oh that show was awesome.
0: Know, um they wanted us to get in the ring and go through our match like that and I'm like like hell like I mean I'm not going to go out there and fucking get hurt because you guys don't know how to shoot wrestling fuck that I'm like it's not hard to shoot me like it's not it's not going to be hard to figure out what I'm doing I'm not
1: for me somebody, The most important thing you can do is is know what story you're trying to tell before you go out there, so you can smarten up the announcers. Because if the mm-hmm. announcers are telling the same story that you are, the cameras will the cameras will pick it up because they'll be listening. I mean, that's the the key is to make sure that the, the announce team knows the story you're trying
2: to tell. Hey, so we have.
0: Oh, go ahead, Nick.
2: Well, no, I was just going to say, like, so that's interesting for me to hear just because I've heard people like Jerry Lawler and others say they don't really like to know the results or anything. I, d- I never really knew how engaged a lot of the times the different announcers were. That's cool to hear that you would sit down. And-
1: I would never I, I never would talk to a color guy. I, I would talk to the lead announce. Okay. Like, like JR. Like, you know, when you talk to Jim, I mean, Jim, Jim would you – know, I mean, he – you know, he would set it up, it, it, you know, and he, in, in, in the first minute it's, you know, Brett has the advantage when he has Diesel down. Diesel's on his base. Diesel has the advantage. Let's see what happens. And that He's was on his base. base. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Don't, don't base me, baby.
2: <laughs> right, anyway, Sean, what were you going to say? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. I can't remember. He
0: fucked, he fucked, he fucked up my train of thought now, Nick.
2: <laughs> oh, that's never, see- ever
0: no, no, Kev. Hey, how how um how involved was Pat and and like in putting the finish together for the Rumble for you in, in any of that?
1: D- you mean that one where the
0: like your first one, like nine, you know the 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 ninety four one from for, in Providence? Like he,
1: he just, you know, he just said like, you know how Pat was, man. He was like, you know, enjoy yourself, like this, like because I was getting the push and I got nervous, you know, yeah. I was getting. Nervous, and he was just like, "No, get down, man! Go have fun. This is your night, man. You're being crowned. Like, go there, have fun." And it's like, (laughs) "All right, I'll go out there and have fun." I guess Virgil must have hit me with a couple of jabs because I've seen that thing replayed. I, I, tossed him out with a little, little overzealousness.
2: Well. And Sean, I'll flip it to you. You bring up how much was Pat included. the Finish. You were actually a Final Four. I think it was but, but, but two thousand. You were Final Four in the Rumble. What was it like getting? You were in there with the Rock I think Boston. Is that when? To- is that when
0: Rock shit-canned me and I took this huge bump? Like it is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He Rocky got mad at me. Why? Like he was because like I he thought it was too reckless. Like he he didn't want to be the one that sh- did. Like he didn't want me getting fucked up by you know. From him, shit canning me.
2: Okay, and how how was how was Pat involved with that? Was he very involved? Because that was like you know there was a lot of there was a lot of stuff going on at the end of the Rumble. Uh,
0: of honestly, I don't remember. And when I look at that, it doesn't look like anything too intricate. Rock just came in, and like you know, okay. I just remember him shit canning me. But okay. like Pat was always like like I don't have experience with Pat as far as the Rumbles go, but as far as like helping me with some of my. Finishes and and in my big matches, like he was the man. Okay. The yeah, man. I remember one
1: time Scott and I had a uh we did a double count out, and you know just a popcorn fart first night we did it. We did it. I think we did it in the Metallands and we didn't know the Pat was there. And then the next night we did it in the Gardens, and Pat said, "You know," I said, "He said, you know, I, we're like, it's, it's just a fucking, it's just a flat finish, Pat." He goes. How about you do this? How about, you know, you guys fight out on the floor. You get the double count out. He says, then, you know, Razor comes back in. He says, let's go some more. So you guys go another three, four minutes right there. He says, you knock him out. You, you fight all the way back to the back. Then you fight back in the ring again. And we're thinking, like, fuck, Pat. That's like, we're going to fucking blow up because, god damn, don't worry about it, man. The people, and I mean, they, they brought agents out to break us apart. And it looked like it was like nobody in the in that the place was standing. People were were more than happy with the finish, and nobody remembers that it was a double countout. It huh. was just Scott with the with the IC belt between his legs doing the cha cha, saying "Come on, right, let's go some more," and then me finally turning and going like nah like that, and me walking through the curtain and then boom because basically they they heal you know bitched out and i i left with heat scott was over and and that was all pat hmm. so we took it i mean we took a turd from the metal lands and he shined it up in 24 hours and they, and we learned a huge thing and pat would always say ah oh, you gotta give him a little something extra exactly what i was gonna say
0: his philosophy was always make him feel like you give him something extra like you weren't really but you just make him feel like it yep
2: uh well and uh uh Sean I, I I wanted to ask you know before we kind of jump to to Kev's return here in 2011 um but like you were Final Four I mean you got to yeah. I mean I know you know you weren't gonna win right obviously but like you're in a moment there where the fans like there's a a moment of credibility there for you oh yeah
0: no I was I was in a good spot in 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 2000 like I was I was a, one of their big earners like merch wise. Like if you go back and look, I didn't even know that. Like I, I found out later, like, but like they were, yeah, I was doing great. Like, um, yeah.
2: <laughs> fucking- what I'm getting to is like, was there ever a hint or a thought that, you know, maybe you, you, you could see, I mean, it would be years later. You'd see somebody like a Daniel Bryan who really kind of, you know, in Rey Mysterio, I guess the guys that define yeah. that underdog run into mania, but you know, in a different timeline you could have been one of those guys maybe
0: maybe i just you know i gave them i gave them reasons not to put me in a spot like that like i had 15 days maximum on my contract so they couldn't overwork me and like you know things like that and you know i could have i could have uh i could have worked harder on my promos sure you know so there were a couple things there like like if you're not if you if if they can only get 15 days a month out of you, they're not gonna give you the fucking you know, the huge the biggest shove you know.
1: Unless you're Lutzner,
0: what? Well, I mean now, but back at the
2: time, you know, it just wasn't happening. There's talk, I don't know. There's talking might pop up here. I don't know if it'll be at the rumble. Hey, he,
1: you know what? He's my favorite. He's anybody that can can make make the most work the less that that's the, I mean, he's the best work in the business right now.
0: Yeah. Would you,
2: if you're a smart business guy in wrestling, would you put it past Brock who I believe is a free agent right now to show up in AEW? Yeah. I I, I don't see that. You don't see it. I don't see it. Okay. Just wondering. No, they got a lot of money. Um,
1: yeah, I mean, I just don't, I don't know. I just don't, I don't see it. I thought I would see
0: Bill show up there.
2: Oh well, he's locked down. I think for a couple more years with WWE. I now, think they, yeah, yeah, now, but there, yeah, because there were. I think Bill, from what I remember reporting, like tried to play uh, WWE uh, AEW off WWE to get a better WWE deal or something like
0: that. Sure. Well, to, and Tony Khan is a fan of, of
2: Bills. Sure. Well, he loves all the WWE cool. guys. He loves you. Are we gonna see you over there?
1: Who me? Yeah, fucking sixty-two in jet ju- in July. What the fuck am I gonna do?
2: Sting sixty one. Well,
1: hey, obviously he didn't fucking get the right annuities.
2: <laughs> anyway, so you came back. So then there's this break here of no Rumble news for either of you for a decade, and then you come back in 2011 at the Royal Rumble. Kev, what was that? You were Diesel. How did you feel about coming, having to come back as Diesel? No, I wanted to. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Because I had long gray hair. The day before I, when I, I just, I, 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 t- I think I talked to Paul. And I said, "Hey, because they were expanding it to forty, right?" And, I, and a couple of days before, and and they kind of like TNA, were, and TNA w- 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 was famous for signing you for two years. And then you get like a twenty five percent bump on the second year, and them never honoring that, like them wanting to renegotiate. And they had done that to me, so I just said, "Fuck it." I said, "You know, I'm out of here." And, the, and the, you know, the, the, I forget who the attorney
2: was, but oh, you know, I remember this because there were weird stories. I remember at the time wasn't it like Dixie just like gave you permission to leave, and everyone's like, yeah. "Why did you do that?"
1: Well, I was gonna. I, I mean, I had you know, like anybody else does. I mean, I had. I had a, a pretty detailed uh, map of where everybody was buried. Mm. And I just said, you know, maybe you let me go. So I dyed my hair because I, I knew I knew uh, at that point in your career, it's, it's about moments and it's about pops. And I've always, man, I've always gotten a good response. I've always loved Boston. A lot of people don't know this, but the last WWF, Match to be held in the Boston Garden was me versus Sid. Oh shit! It was the last before they tore it down and made it the Fleet Center. That was the last match, and Vince came to us and and, and Sid said, "No, nah, man, not, let's go forth. I said, "Dude, you, we can be the last match ever."
0: Yeah, I don't think and that
1: Boston was too Garden. important to said, was it? <laughs> oh, I got to think, like, no, man, like, this is the Boston Guard, man. Like, you got to be kidding me. And um, so I knew that I would probably get a good response. But I also was smart enough to know, like, if I would have came out as Nash or NWO, but as soon as that horn, because I knew they were going to play my old, and, that, and then they popped. And you get that, you get that. Uh, you get that the sensation of the pop, and then when you come out, and I was in good shape. Hell, I look better yeah, than I was when yeah. I was thirty-five. And I said, I said, to my, I said to my wife, I said to her, I said, uh, I said, watch how long it takes me to put this glove on. And, <laughs> in the highway, I said, because once I put that glove on and raise, raise the hand, and once I raise that fist, I said, it's downhill from there. But. I actually was nice because everybody fed me. John Cena fed me a nice little short arm clothesline, and then uh, McIntyre and Sheamus got on me, and they just you know they they, they I I like they wanted me to throw Ziggler out, and I didn't see any reason to eliminate Ziggler. It's like I he, I thought I always thought that he wasn't being used right. So I was like, and I and I like him. Like he, he's a, he's one of the one of the guys I think you know. I still think he's underused. But um, so they're pounding on me, and it's like the place is chanting Diesel, and I'm trying is is and Seamus is is stiff as fuck, and Mac, and it's like they are both just stiffen the fuck out of me, and um, I'm thinking to myself like you guys can't hear that? Like, just let me blow a comeback right here. Because I talk shit on the internet to, uh, about a Barrett. Wait, Barrett. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. I was I mean, I, we were back and forth. And when, as soon as I walked in to, to the locker room, I said, I said, you know, I said, I want Barrett to, I want Barrett to eliminate me, you know, because it, it, like that's what you do. You do business. You yeah. Know? that's like, great. You, 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 I'm paying I'll, I I, I, wanted to come in here you know i I wanted to have an angle with somebody in there and then be eliminated to to elevate them but they just sheamus didn't beat me down so bad by the time i was eliminated i was just glad to get the fuck out of there
2: (laughs) (laughs) okay fair um and yeah you know you came back you you were around for wwe you had a run there i mean you feuded with punk for a little while next time what I think I was like
1: 15. I came back.
2: Was it to 15 or was it? I thought wow. it was. Run here, sorry,
1: because I, ha- I have 2014. I came. I came, yeah, 14, I came back to another rumble. Yes, it was, it was Pittsburgh, and then I didn't do anything. And then I got a I, I, I was shooting Magic Mike, and I got a call. I yeah. had like a little bit of time left, and and they said, uh, "Can you come? Uh, can you come down and stick Punk?" So uh, Del Rio can use his money in the bank. right. And I had my hair was long and it was and it was it, it was dark anyway.
2: Yeah. I went off I went off script here and I screwed up. That's not surprising. But anyway, your last your last appearance here from the rubble was 2014, and I just wrote because I looked into this I, you guys had just done some kind of DX reunion thing at, down at NXT not too long before that. And then, yeah, this was your final rumble for both of you. There was no rumble appearance. Yeah, for- this
1: was the one that they, they, they really wanted to focus on Roman. And uh like Jamie Noble was a guy that set up the, 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 uh, the match and nothing against Jamie Noble, but I don't fucking think Jamie Noble is really like, I don't think his forte is fucking real rumbles. Hmm. You know, it just so they set it up so like he was going to eliminate like a ton of guys, but the way they laid it out was basically while Roman was doing because his moveset was spear like his moveset took too long to set up the way they had it laid out. That basically, like, there was like four of us in a corner with our dicks in our hands. <laughs> so, I make if you ever watch it back. I make eye contact with him because I'm gonna come, he's gonna pull the rope, I'm just gonna go over the top. So I make eye contact with him like, like I'm coming, right? And I give him the I give him the Iggy, like I'm coming, and I run at him, he does this. <laughs> Fuck me. Like, so then I got like I I, I, I I get hit a couple times. Then I I just then I go stand in the corner with my dick in my hand. Then it's time to go. He does it, and I fucking get my arm caught in the fucking ropes, which i have never in my life. I thought for sure I tore my bicep. Like, bicep? I, I, I didn't get hurt, but I just said to myself like, you know, what? Well, fuck this shit. Like, <sighs> like I'll go do the indies, man. I'll go have some fucking fun.
2: The fun you did have, yeah. Uh, go work with Dave Hero, great guy, Dave Hero. Yeah, no, I did.
1: I'm at the point in my life. I mean, it, it. I had a good. I had a great run, and it's like I, I just man. Like I saw it like the other day, like Austin said, like I'm never going to wrestle again. Like to me, the thought of my body, at 62 years old, hitting that mat, is the equivalent of a tray of Jack Daniels sitting in front of me. Like I want to, I want to vomit.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, it's just like people, like people don't realize. Number one, I'm falling a foot further than everybody else, and I'm fucking at least fifty pounds heavier than most guys. So even though they say, "Well, you never took a bunch of bumps in your life," I look back at my shit in my early fucking WWF days. Like, I bounced around because those all my guys in the fucking Carson. You can fucking work like warlord and fucking and, and you you can do you can do whatever the fuck you want, you're the biggest guy here, or you can fucking bounce around and fucking work and get over. And that was that was Sean, that was Michaels, and that was Scott Hall that that were in my ear. And I'm watching those guys that, who that's three of the greatest. That car is if you were to pick five guys. A, a, a center, a power forward, a, a, a shooting forward, small forward, shooting guard, and a guard. I mean, we had it. That was there, pick, pick. I mean, pick. There's in that car is five two-time Hall of Famers. Kev
0: talked about the hose wagons. Those were the big fifteen-passenger white cargo vans that, like, we had to we had to rent those because we couldn't all fit. You know, in your in a A Lincoln or a Cadillac or yeah, you know. Sometimes we could get a minivan, but even that. that's
1: the one we did. We remember. remember
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah, Kevin, it was your car, right? I rented it. You rented it, and so we were we were we were on our way to Liberty, New York. It's this little little fucking town in the middle of nowhere, and like upstate upstate New York, yeah. There was like you when you watch the TVs so from there, you could see what time it is opposite the hard camera from the clock on the wall. Big
1: giant clock on the wall. Right? Yeah,
0: and so um, it, it was like a blizzard out, and everyone's like, "Oh, who's going to drive?" And I'm like, "I'm from Minnesota. I'll drive." And Kev, like, I didn't even have a fucking valid license,
1: so we're driving, and we come over, we go, yeah, over, you go, ahead. We, go we go over the top of this hill, and I'm like thinking to myself like i well, from Minnesota, but I'm from Detroit. I'm thinking, man, this is like like serious black ice, fill Right yeah. here, man. We all of a sudden this this thing this we're, this aluminum we're in is spinning, and it we come to we jump over the median, and now we're going to oncoming traffic. So on the far, on. on the far left is a semi that goes by us, and there's a car coming dead at us. And the front of the lumina is like a, a, a I, they're, they're called cow catchers. Yeah. In front of an old steam, you know, like a, on a rail. Right. This fucking car comes and hits and turns like Joey Chitwood, and we're and I'm turning and watching this car flip over on its onto its top and slide and. Well, that context is us over the embankment, and we hit a tree about this big, dead in the middle of that fucking van. And man, I mean, my my knees hit the. I mean, we were we, we all of us were, were beat up pretty bad, but we all always wore seatbelts. And um, oh my gosh. we're sitting there. We got. I mean, we got to be a TV, and Bam Bam comes, and Bam Bam had a Bronco. And Bam Bam wasn't a big fan of the click. But Bam Bam took all of this and, and took us to TV. And Hey, uh,
0: hey you remember the, the guy that fucking was in that, the other car? He wanted to use Bammer's phone. I mean, he's like, fuck you.
1: Yeah. Bammer had the old brick. He
0: didn't say fuck you, but
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, fuck you, man. It's $1.99 a minute.
2: Yeah. Man. Why didn't Bam Bam get along with the brick? What was, what was the heat? Yeah. Uh. We were
1: just, we, I mean, fuck, we had it rebelled. It was just, mm. and and we're, you know what? I, I, I saw something like Bischoff had on his show. He had like this thing where he was talking to Hulk, and like he looked in Hulk's uh fanny pack, and Hulk had it had a blade, and like you know, he was wondering like shit was going to go down that day, and like the internet like kind of popping. Like, what the fuck? And I'm thinking to myself like. 1997. Fuck, I would have wanted to stab me.
0: <laughs>
1: like, I was, I was such a fucking cock. Like, fuck. yeah. You know, like, oh, fuck. why would Hulk be any different? Like, fuck him. I
2: stab that big fucker. Wow, wow, well, wrestling. What a gentle business. Yeah. Uh, so this, uh, this brings us to we uh, we talk before I get to my kind of final question. Uh, for you guys. Is there anything from your respective Rumble experiences that I did not bring up? The only thing I glossed over was your 99 European title match with Gangrel, Sean, uh, because of the flow. But if there's anything else you guys want to bring up, no. I
0: just don't, like, uh, most times, like, I was on the Rumble pay-per-view, I just had, like, a a match, like, you know, the Gangrel or the tag title match or something like that. Yeah. Like, Like, I don't have a lot of memories of actually being in the Rumble.
2: To be yeah, honest with you, it seemed like Kev had the bigger actual Rumble match memories. You were oh, like yeah. doing double duty or playing. Well, I wasn't
1: in very many of them. Well, you know, but the ones you were in, did five. You know, maybe five. That's a lot of Rumbles. That's Kev. a lot. Yeah. All right. Well, fuck it. Take it back.
2: <laughs> That's a lot of Rumbles. <laughs> Um, well, it's easy work for you, I guess. You're a big dude just chucking people around. Um, but, you know, the last question I had was, looking forward to this Rumble, looking forward to Mania. Do you guys have preferences on who you'd like to see get to ride that road to WrestleMania this year? Has anybody come to mind or no? Well, it was really, I,
1: I, because it's it's such a, uh, it's such a different vibe watching the show the way it is now without, without the, the like the live the live crowd so I really, i've really i've always been a fan of his work even when he broke in and, and, and drove in my car with me and he was a, a i think he was just like he broke in the business i broke in the wwe and and him and jinrak would would drive with me because i was friends with jinrak and but orton Oh, wow. Like I, I've become like a, a really big fan of, of Orton in this. I mean, I've always been a fan of his, but in this era, it seems like, I don't know. It, it it just seems like he, his style and what he does, he doesn't really need the people. Like some people need the people, you know, I think Reigns has done a good job.
0: Reigns really done, good lately. You know, I think,
1: I mean, it, it, and, and I think that he's, so, I would love to. I would love to see Reigns and 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 Orton, but I think like I, I Paul's going to wrestle, isn't he? Is he? I, it I mean, kind of it, it kind of seemed like they were painting him in that corner.
2: He came back for the match with Orton on on Raw like a week and a half ago, but I that think was because
0: Drew got COVID, right?
2: Yeah, it was real last second. No, he wrestled in jeans, and you know, it seemed like it was real thrown together. I, and i i haven't
1: you know, talked to paul to the point of like saying are you still you know doing all, all the the you know because he's with this covid i know he's not with with his normal trainer as much as you know he used to be you know he's basically he, he's a lot he you know, spends a lot of time down in florida so uh, i don't know what paul's doing and and paul's now paul's 10 years younger than me so paul's 51 yeah yeah. You know. So it's um. But I I think they're gonna. I think they need him. Like I think that they that to, to you know, especially when the thing is like the Titanic meets Avatar meets the Ten Commandments in length.
2: I mean, uh, two This time it's two nights. This this year's two nights.
1: Yeah, but I, I, it's just fuck. I
2: mean. <laughs>
0: Sure. Man, that's a lot of wrestling to watch with no no crowd. No, yeah, like,
2: it's- Mania will have fans this year, but the Rumble will not. Right. Hey,
0: are we gonna? Hey, Kev, what are we doing? Have you heard about our Hall of Fame
2: thing? Are we doing that virtually? What are we doing? I haven't heard anything. Me neither. That's the report. Is you guys are gonna do a virtual Hall of Fame? That's the word on the street. I mean, what
0: does that mean? Like that we just stay home and call it in, like like we're doing now? Or I mean, mm-hmm. huh? I mean, I, I would like to know that.
2: I think a lot of people would. So, all right. Well, that brings me to the end of our, we can always, because right. like the thing is, I tried not to write much outside the Rumble because we can always bring Kev back and we can talk about different subjects and things. Yeah. But I think this was a really nice look at the Rumble, especially, you know, from some guys that have had some big moments on these shows, you know? Yeah. Plus,
0: I haven't had any. I had not had a decent uh like conversation with Kevin a while too. So
1: well, not only that, it's just like fucking. You know, like when you think about it, fuck. I've been in fucking five rumbles. That's a lot. I'm thinking like guys have done like thirty three of them. I'm
2: thinking fuck, I've only been in five. Because Kent, let like Because it's. I think it's the Brett. Because you cut. You span twenty years, right? Because your your first one was in '94. And then your last one was in 2014. And then you wrestled five. So you basically did one every four years.
0: Hey, I'm getting my knee done on the 27th. I know. Yeah. I had told you, Kev. Yeah. Um, But like people are mentioning, like wanting to see me in this year's Rumble, which obviously isn't going to happen. But I'm open to, like, I should be recovered by next year's Rumble.
2: And like,
1: like, I
0: would be open to doing it,
2: you know. How about you, Kev?
1: You back? Am I, am I, am I, would I be back in the Rumble? Yeah, sure. I think, you know, I, the after talking to you tonight, five seems like such a perfect number,
0: right?
1: That I would, I would, I think six would, I mean, that then all of a sudden it's like, are we talking about six pack? Are we like, is it six? So he's already got the six thing. So I'll just stay at five.
2: Okay. Well, and you mentioned earlier that in the car there were five two or two time Hall of Famers. Uh, I've brought this up to Sean. This actually did a lot of traffic on the site. Sean is the only two-time Hall of Famer that doesn't have a solo induction. So if Sean gets inducted by himself, he'll be the only three-time Hall of Famer. Right. Yeah. Are you pro that idea? <laughs> yeah. well, uh,
0: let's just dig everything. Let's just bogey <laughs> everything we can get. <laughs> yeah. Fuck everyone else. <laughs> I, mean, but, I mean,
2: Hunter's
1: only only a, a one-time because he won't put himself in. Right. Yeah, but his body of work—I mean, somebody please tell me who's had a, a better run than him.
2: Um. All right. Well, Sean, you want to take us home? I think we're done. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
0: hey. So thanks, Nick. I appreciate like um you doing this with us, man. It adds a lot. It's, it's good to see you, Nick. Yeah.
2: When when things are normal again, bring it back to Chicago. You don't have to take any bumps to host pay-per-view parties, and we both made good money that night. So like, I'm way for it. I did it with Sean too. That was great. Hey, you
1: know me. I, am I'm, I'm. I, that's my thing. I'm not too much on the bumps, but the the, the cashola. Yeah. Okay. Hey, oh, so what? Kev, Kev, thanks, man. I love you
0: and uh, oh, I miss man. you, man. Good luck
1: good, luck. good luck on the uh, knee. and yeah. um, I have
2: you know, to get
0: a I have to get a COVID test uh, two days prior, and like I'm a little bit nervous, like because, um, you know, people are coming up positive on COVID that you would like. You know, it's really spreading right
1: now, man. Oh, it's, it, it's, we, I, like, 10 people that I've known that, like, dodged the bullet, like, in the
2: last month have gotten it. Sean, I don't want to cut you off. This is a really depressing way to end the show. Yes. <laughs> you, know. <laughs> you know, yeah. Is it really? I don't know, man. <laughs> like, this is a, it escape for an hour. But here we are at the end. You're just, you know, now, leave
0: me. it to me
1: so hey but thanks cab i love you man love you man take care buddy
2: thank
0: you nick i don't know if i love you yet no no uh, yes. <laughs> not the way i love cab anyways long time joe a <laughs> <laughs> long time joe all right you guys hey thanks everyone for tuning in um and uh i don't know we'll be back again next week